Well, Igor, it's that time of the year again. Y yes, Doctor. Spooky music. Check. <laughs> Spooky sound effects. Check, as in, like, I'm gonna have to check my drawers after that one. Oh, when I see your wife is here. Yeah. <laughs> check. Mate. <laughs> oh, clever. She's such a witch. Uh, no, no, really, she's a witch. Awkward. Anywho, let's continue. Well, it's our first seasonal intro for a little R&R. You mean the true stories at the request of Ryan and Rachel where the names of the toxic have been changed <laughs> out of respect for their victims? Yes, and the rest has been told exactly as it occurred. <laughs> oh, you're good. I know, it's what I do. Carry on. You mean like the luggage? No. Uh, schedule yourself for a new brain. <laughs> yes, doctor. <sighs> hey guys, welcome to a little R&R. I'm your famous host, Ryan. And I'm your other A-list celebrity, Rachel. And here <laughs> we talk about fucking everything. Yes, we do. So, it's still spooky month. Don't think we dropped off. I'm not yeah. one of those people that's like... Oh, I'm going to be spooky all month, and then, like, the next day I'm back on my bullshit. Nope. Still spooky. And I have my voice back, kind of. Yeah, no, now I'm Now sick. Rachel's sick, and she blames it on me, but that's just not how diseases work, babe. I think it actually <laughs> In the middle of a pandemic. Contagion? It's a farce. Okay, it's a QAnon oh my God. theory. We get, like, flagged for... <laughs> COVID is not real. <laughs> um, No, definitely real. <coughs> well, well, it's come back. Well, there you go. Wow, I'm sick. It's like your bullshit. Just kidding. Honestly? Honestly? Okay. Today, I am sick of people's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say, so I am a person who makes impulsive spending decisions. All the time. Everyone who knows me out there is just like, oh, they're, yeah, probably exiting the podcast because they just know what this is about to be. <laughs> um, Like a month ago, I bought a Gucci bag. It was $4,000. Uh, beautiful. I'm like simping the bag. Beautiful Jackie bag, whatever. So I also recently decided to start building a PC for like work, school, gaming. Like I just want like an actual desktop PC, like a nice one. So I decided to return the bag begrudgedly. The second time she's tried to return the bag. The second time. Bag. Yeah. The first time I went in and they convinced me to keep it by hyping me up and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> gaslighted you yeah they gaslit me into keeping the bag so i came out and was like wow i'm hot i'm that bitch but then i was like but do i need a four thousand dollar bag right at you know at this moment so we Can went i in explain today. the bag to everyone really quick yes but don't do it dirty like it's beautiful okay it is pretty but it is four thousand dollars and it could probably carry a concealer a lip gloss and a pair of car keys so as it should and my dignity <laughs> i don't think it could fit in there i don't have that anymore <laughs> Then it could. Yeah, so I've lost that. Yeah, just get a vape, carry a bag of cocaine. I'm just kidding. That's oh, why I have no. an iPhone mini, because I can do small bags. But anyway, we go to the store. I'm trying to return it. And this guy, this like, okay, I don't want to go up people's appearance, but he was this short, tiny guy, comes up, and he's like, looks at the bag instantly. He goes, no, no, ma'am, I cannot return this. And I was like, why? He's like, this. there's signs of wear on the bag. Mm-hmm. Yep. This has been worn. 
And I was like, okay, can you show me where? Like, cause I'm looking at it too. There's no stains. There's no tears. Like I've literally carried the bag outside of my house, like two, three times max. And that was to go to like Taco Bell. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you know, so I was like, okay. And the reasoning was long story short, there was one cat hair. Oh, I have black cats. There is a black cat hair in the bag. And that was where to him. He could not resell it. He could not return it because there was a cat hair. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I was like, I didn't want to go like luxury upper echelon Karen, but I kind of was. It's four thousand dollars. Yeah, and and the way he was, like, he wasn't explaining it to me. He just kept saying, "There's where," and I was like, "Can you please elaborate? Like, is it water damage? Is it stain? Like, I started making a wrap. Like, is it, like greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Like, is it where? Is it tear? Is it like whatever?" And he was just like, "Would not." And I was like, "Sir." If I remove the cat, like, this is ridiculous. And he's like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. He just kept saying it like that. I even looked in the bag because I was like, wait, because he seemed super Yeah, so I was like, is like, Ryan just being Yeah, her? I look in the bag. There's a piece of dust and one black hair. Like, almost like an eyelash. <laughs> yeah, like, there's nothing. And, like, it's, like, uh, the suede was intact. The authentic Italian soft leather. Okay, let's move on. It was great, but fuck them. But now, I mean, now I have it, so I'm still cute, <laughs> still in style. But my PC will have to wait, I guess. I know. I'm, a, But to me, a $4,000 bag, like, your return policy should be a little bit more lenient. Honestly. It's $4,000. I gave Gucci a chance, you know. Of course, this isn't the first thing I bought from them, but, you know, I'd buy stuff here and there in the past. Back when I was, like, more trendy, now I'm, like, not trying to be trendy. I'm trying to just, like, buy stuff that, like, I'm high fashion, guys. Um, but no, no, I'm back to Louis Vuitton only. Like, there's a duffel I want to buy and, like, I don't even care. I'm buying it. Yeah. I love Louis. I've always been a Louis Vuitton girl. And looks like I'm going to stay that way. So, yeah. all the ghetto people and drug dealers who wait in line with their wife beaters at the gallery in Dallas, y'all can fucking have it. And none of y'all... I just go off on, like, an entire group of people. But none of y'all have the Jackie bag. Y'all can keep y'all's trendy Gucci belts... All you want. I have no idea what you're talking about, but also the fact that we had to wait in a red carpet line to get into the Gucci store was just <laughs> to me. I usually make an appointment because usually I go to Legacy West and my girl is there. So I'll just text her or like if there's like a new like like whenever the season changes, like I get texts from like my uh, Louboutin girl, my Gucci girl and then my Louboutin guy. I actually just switch Louboutin guys. But so they'll text me. So like sometimes like you don't really have to wait in the store unless you're just like going to browse. But like usually you text like your person and you know what you know, you, you know what it is. Okay. You already know what it is. I had to turn around during that whole encounter. because Yeah, was Rachel getting... gets uncomfortable. And when I get <laughs> like when there's a con- when a confrontation arises, there's a fight and a flight. I'm the fight and Rachel's the flight. Like, yeah, I will literally just she like, <laughs> turns around like it never happened. Dissociate in the corner. Like she'll gaslight me into thinking it's not happening. I'm like <laughs> I will go to war. Like I will cancel my plans for the rest of the day and camp out in that store and make your life hell. Like this is how I is. <laughs> it is what it is. It's how I am. I mean, honestly, that was but give me that one. Like that. Yeah, one, that I was getting a little upset for you just because of how expensive the bag was. And the fact that, like, I take care of my luxury items. Like, it's been in its dust bag, in its box. Like, you know, so it's just, like, I'm a collector of luxury items. I'm not just someone who wears it for the trends, tries to look cute. Like, 
my Louboutin collection is crazy. Like I collect these items. So I know how to store them. I know how to keep them. I know. So it's just kind of annoying because it's like, I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm just some, like I'm carrying yeah. like several thousand dollars on my arm it and jewelry and bags anyway. It also makes you feel like like literal trash that they wouldn't let you return something that you were able to spend four thousand dollars on but how dare you have an eyelash in the bottom of the bag when you returned it yeah it made me feel embarrassed i was trying to scam them almost like ma'am like as if i would bring a worn out used dusty bag to the store like i'm literally carrying the largest size speedy bag from louis vuitton i have gold up and down like i love designer i'm not and if i was poor who fucking cares but like you know what I mean? Like, they just treated me like I was just but this yeah. trash, like, trying to scam them. Like, no, babe. I just want to buy the Jackie at a later date. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, sorry that you're... Sorry I can't afford... Or, I mean, not you in particular. You want to use the money for something else. But sorry I didn't want my $4,000 to go to that purse right this moment, and I changed my mind. Yeah. I should be able to change my mind on a $4,000 purse. Yeah. See, this is... We don't... We should move on from high fashion because let me tell you, if I were to buy something from Target and it had an eyelash on it, I bet you anything they'd take it back. I think, though, their whole thing, too, is like because they're such luxury items that there is a higher standard and like a lot of people are collectors. Like definitely if I were to spend four thousand dollars, I wouldn't want to spend on something that somebody had worn But again, mine wasn't in that quality. Like if somebody brought a bag that clearly was worn out, I wouldn't return it because I don't want to spend $4,000 on someone's old bag that they've returned. But this one was not the case. Like, yeah, that and I was like, he was just mad because he's five foot four. (laughs) That's really the the case there on that one. Little man syndrome. He was little man syndrome. And I wouldn't even say that except for he had to be so condescending. And he pulled out another bag to try and act like I don't know anything. And he like... Pulled out another Jackie and he's like, ma'am, this is what the inside of the bag looks like. And I was like, Rachel's heard me this spiel so many times, but I was like, babe, that's white canvas on the inside. Um, Mine is supposed to be cream suede. There's not, they're not going to look the same. Like trying to say if mine was dingy. No. This one does not have an eyelash and this one does. Exactly. It's trash. (laughs) Put it in the dumpster with the other trash. Send it to TJ Maxx. (laughs) (laughs) She belongs at Ross. Like the door's shut. I get locked in. They send me to Ross against my will. You know what? Maybe I am a Ross gal. Maybe they'll treat me nicer. Honestly, they would. They would have refunded you for an eyelash on your Jackie bag. True. It's uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Which... It's great. We missed Suicide Awareness Month, but it's a little touchy for me, so I didn't want to go there. Yeah. I mean, we can, we'll we go back to it next mm. year. Not a big deal. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, no, we got to deal with y'all for another year. Honestly, you clicked on it. Your fault. Yeah. I just, you know, I didn't even know the month of October was for it. Yeah, me neither. Um, Which is funny because that's like the month I got married. <laughs> Oh, that's ironic. Little, Isn't it? Little, like, foreshadowing Isn't there. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> it's like rain you on your wedding, wedding day. day. Fun fact, it did rain on my wedding. <gasps> wow. Also, we kind of hit that. Chris, keep that in mind. We hit that. <laughs> we keep going, like, it's a free. <laughs> but, yeah, I just want people to know, like, you know, reach out to people. Make sure that they know that they're loved. A lot also, of educate yourself on domestic violence like you know like look up like we can share stuff too we'll share stuff on our social media but like just like statistics on stuff like that was my main thing too is because like nobody knows what to say and like words are important but sometimes they're not enough so like 
I think educating yourself on the subject too. Yeah. Like, you know, I would post like during Suicide Awareness Month, not as much as I should, but like statistics. I mean, I go ham. Su- to be fair, Suicide Awareness Month and PCOS Awareness Month are the same month. Yeah. Two things I'm inflicted with. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I think like educating yourself on like the statistics and the fact that it could happen to men as well and just kind of knowing like what what it is and how many people yeah suffer from it because it's a big deal it's like one in four women that's insane and one in nine men that's which i think that number is probably different because i don't think a lot of men come forward about it yeah so it's probably a lot bigger than that but and for women too so oh yeah and those statistics on their own are already shocking. Yeah. So the fact that there's most likely more out there is just, like, so sad. And, like, you know, even if it happens once, that's still it. Like, it's that's still that enough. That is enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that might be the case, too. Sometimes it happens once or whatever. No. It's yeah. And sad. also, you know, a lot of people think that it just has to be physical, emotional, mental abuse. Is just yeah. This- like, battered spouse syndrome is not just... physically being battered like you know emotional entrapment isolation gaslighting if you're saying well they haven't hit me yet well they it might happen yeah the probability of it happening sooner than later is high exactly like you should be like with my ex-husband i mean it would be like i never thought he hasn't hit me yet like i knew i knew that he was never going to do that and he never did you can just tell, like, if, if you're having to say, like, well, he hasn't gone here yet. Like, if he's punching wall or he or she, if they're punching walls, even if they're throwing stuff, if they're just aggressive, like, it's pr- it most likely will lead to that. So, yeah, things you need to, like, look out for. And in my case, in my four relationships, it did always happen like yeah, that. Yeah, that's so, so sad. You just shouldn't put your hands on anyone. I don't like the whole fighting thing. Like, I've been in situations where I've never, like... Never been, like, I mean, honestly, I don't know how I haven't been, like, just beat to shit before. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, no, not not in a relationship. Just because the way I run my mouth, like, I just be running my mouth, like, as if I'm going to fight. Like, yeah. I will not fight. And, like, there's been so many times when, like, you know, you're kind of like, arguing with someone and, like, the girl is like, are you want to fight? You want to go outside? Like, what, what what does that solve? Yeah. I just don't get violence. Like, I'm not, I'm my, even if I'm so mad, I don't want to be punked out. To me, it's cooler to be, like. No. Yeah. I mean. When I was no. younger, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll fight you. And I was like, okay. I've no, just always been like, no. let's Like, your strength isn't going to show how powerful you actually are. No, y'all are both right gonna... or wrong. Yeah. And it's just going to hurt. I mean, yeah, that doesn't bring good to anything. I I will say I was violent against one person one time. Oh. Yeah. Should I tell that story yeah. really quick? So this was like, I was probably like six i was probably 17 at the time mm-hmm. and i was dating this guy the guy that i was with for like forever um met when we were 15 the tire slashing guy <laughs> um oh, makes sense yeah he was toxic because like for many reasons but he was like he would cheat on me with this one girl um we'll call her kaylee <laughs> is that her name no <laughs> <laughs> it's Such actually a, it her- sounds like a girl that would cheat on, like would be the g- girl that cheats on you it's her middle I mean, name fuck i can't talk <laughs> Would be the girl that ends up being the reason your boyfriend cheats on you. <laughs> yeah, it was her middle name, so you might be onto something. <laughs> oh, uh, look at me go. I don't know if we should put that in there, but anyway, I mean, we're friends now, I guess, like on social media, but it was more him. Like, he, we would just go back and forth and just, you know, gaslight both of us. And he was playing both of us, more so her, because him and I had already been together for years. Yeah. So, like, 
it was kind of like me just being like, girl, please just leave. We're toxic enough. Like, just don't add to it. But my biggest thing, now I'm getting congested now that I'm in here. <laughs> my biggest thing is like little comments and like little passive aggressive, like you're trying to punk me out type things. Like, if you come up to me and you're like, you're a fat bitch, I'd be like, dude, all right. Like, I don't care about, you know, like, yeah. like direct insults. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, at least they told me what they thought. I mean, that, great. Yeah. But when people like, or like if if you're about to leave and they say a little comment or like, you know, they get you while you're down. Like, oh, yeah. I can't with like that. you're about like, to walk out the door too. Yes. And you're just like, okay, well, now I have to come back and say something. I hate little comments because it's like, dude, say it with your chest. Like, <laughs> this is random, but on Dog the Bounty Hunter, I remember his wife would always wait until the person was in cuffs to start just talking mad shit. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Like someone, I don't know. I hate that little stuff. So she was classic for that. And we were at some party. We're all drunk. Yes, I was underage. Pointed out. Call the cops. Um, <laughs> put you in at the age of put me, in yeah, jail. put me in jail. Um, <laughs> Mama, I'm in love with a criminal. Ooh. And so I was leaving the party and she said something. I don't even remember at this point what it was, but we were cool all night. I was just vibing. And she didn't say anything. And she was waiting right by the door. And I remember, like, looking at her and was just like, dude, why is she waiting by the What is she going to do? She said some little comment. Because I think he was staying there. I think they were, like, trying to be together at that point. And she said one little comment. And I was leaving the door. And I'm just like, nope. I don't like that. And I just went and just not. I, I knocked her cold out. I didn't mean. It was just. That was the only time. Oh I didn't. God. Did I get any satisfaction from that? Yes, kind of. But could I have really hurt her? Like, she did have, like, a big knot and bruise. Like, a, like I mean, and that was not cool. Like, did I, I didn't need to do all that. Do that. Yeah. I just, it was just a reaction. And I that, after that night, like, we've been at parties since that, like, when we were younger. And people mm-hmm. were like, are they going to fight? Are y'all going to throw hands? And it's just like. No, because as a matter, I mean, I hated that girl. And as much as my little 17-year-old love-blind self could hate someone. But no, looking back, that was so stupid. I could have really hurt. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, it's not worth it. Her comment was not cool, but I could have just left. Yeah. I mean, I didn't need to do that. Do so, yeah. I've walked away from a fight before. Oh, it takes a lot. You know, yeah. I will say like when you're heated, oh, someone man. to walk away from a fight, that's stronger to me than someone like beating, winning the fight. Yeah. Put that on World Star. <laughs> World Star. <laughs> Me just like walking to my car, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, g- good for you. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bitch. No, I was in high school and um, I transferred to a high school where I didn't know anyone except my best friend. Mm-hmm. So no one from that high school was friends with me on Facebook. Nothing. And I went to the first of the year pep rally. I had a class with this girl. Um, she was in two of my classes and she was a cheerleader. And she was really rude to people. And she Ew. fell. And I thought it was the funniest thing. So I was like, really, karma like is coming to you. Oh, ass. yeah. And I posted on Facebook. I was like, I love this school. This pep rally is great. Like, uh, someone just fell. That is an asshole. This is awesome. It's hilarious. And literally, I leave the pep rally with my friend. I'm walking to the class that I have a class with, with that cheerleader. So this is like an hour between the post and going to class with her. Mm-hmm. She's behind me passive aggressively talking about me oh and i'm like wait what the fuck like literally i look at my friend and i'm like how does she how did anyone know yeah and especially me who like no one knows who i am half my head shaved like i am this like (laughs) hardcore little bitch like just no one knows who i am no one talks to me and um i go into class with her and you know she's still passive aggressively talking about me to her friend and 
I get to the point where I'm like, just say it to me. I like look at her straight in the face, like just say what you have to say to me. Yeah. And I thought it was like this tough girl because like, you know, don't uh, fuck yeah. with me. And everyone stares at me and whatever. <laughs> and I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> and I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she like that. goes <laughs> off about my Facebook post about how rude it was. And I was like, you know, honestly, I wrote that because I thought it was funny because you're kind of mean to people. And I was, like, kind of being, like, really honest to her. Like, just giving her, like, it's just funny when, yeah. you know, bad things happen to people. They're really mean to people. And it's good to see that sometimes. And I was just, like, I honestly don't even know how you saw my Facebook post. Yeah. I'm not friends with anyone here. So it wasn't really meant to, like, disrespect Ooh, you. one of your friends anyways. sold you out. Oh, fuck. Well, how did they know? Okay, this huge. Okay. I don't know, but. There's, like, 2,000 people in the senior class. How the fuck did that get around to anyone? But anyways, she's got drama channels in high school. Oh my god, she's pissed, and my teacher's like letting me go off on her about how she's kind of an asshole. And um, teacher's like world star. He was like fine with it, and so um, because I never talked. This is like the first time people hear me. She's got her voice. She's talking. (laughs) The rainbow (laughs) fish. And then we had lunch, and then I had my next class with her, where she sat fucking behind me. Oh, of course. And so I'm sitting out in my class, and I'm like, okay, well, it's over. Like, hopefully it's, like, water under the bridge. No big deal. Like, we said what we needed to say. And she kicks my chair. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And she was, like, wanting to go off. And I was like, I stand up, like, really fast. She's like, what are you going to do? Hit me? What are you going to do? Hit me? And I was like, I will fucking hit you if I fucking have to. And she's like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. And the teacher's like now noticing. She's like, what the fuck's going on? And I just started crying. And I was like, I'm leaving. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that's crazy. And walked away. And okay, I left the situation. I did not hit her. I said what I had to say. I, I was like, whatever. She was saying mean stuff, too. And you know who gets fucking called into the principal's office for (laughs) being violent? Me. Of course. Me. It's like, at that point, I should have hit her then. And he's like, I know, you know, after talking to your parents, I know that you're doing counseling sessions. So we do not accept violent people onto our school. And I was like, I, she kicked my chair and egged it on and I walked away. I walked away from it. Yeah. Just because she told me to hit her and then begged me not to hit her. And then I gave her her wishes to not hit her and walked away. That should be, why are you proud of me? Yeah. Fuck him. It's cheerleader thing. Fuck you. We're privileged. What can I say? You know, I just have... If that girl is out here one day, I hope the best for you, but really not. Because what a cunt to just go... Yeah. And obviously, I'm the girl that's there that's not wealthy. That I get kicked out. I'm going to go to some really shitty school. Yeah. I ended up graduating from that shitty school. Well, it always happens that way. Like... Even in, here I go, in, like, the criminal justice system where it's, like, like, you know, if a white person or a rich person, more like classism, is punished versus a black person or a lower class person. And I'm not saying that those are equal, but it's just, like, those two and versus those two are seem to be the privileged and non-privileged. Um, yeah, like, it can, like, substantially affect the lower class or the person of color. And it might not even affect, the like, the white person or the privileged person. And it just, like... That stuff sucks because it's like, yeah, you're really setting them back way more than you even think. Like, at that point, it's not even a punishment. It's yeah. just changing the course like of their life. Like, her parents could pay for her to go exactly. to boarding school. Yeah, exactly. I- like, when I was bad, my mom's like, oh, hey, we're going to send you to Paris. Like, you know, yeah. and it's like, it just sucks how that has, how life happens. Is like, the underdog, like, it's like disproportionately affects people of color or people under the 
poverty line or just people who are like marginalized. And then like, I think people on top don't really realize that. And they're like, why is it a big deal? Like, yeah. shut up. Because <laughs> you have no idea what they go through. I hated that too. Because I remember like after getting called in the principal's office and oh, after wow. getting called in the principal's office, I literally had no disciplinary records on me at all, but they're really willing to kick me out over the one time I even speak in high school. <laughs> like, That's so dumb. Like, come on. And I know I'm the girl with the shaved head. Like, I get it. Black yeah, but- hair, shaved head. I get it. But half shaved head. Sorry. I don't think I explained that very well. <laughs> but Like a Skrillex type. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I love that. It was before Skrillex, though. I'm getting um <clears throat> something up that I want to mention. Is it spooky? No, it's the Instagram. Hold on. I want to read the comments. Oh, yeah. Something really weird happened to <laughs> Ryan Wait, this week. And now we're trying to get to the bottom of it, but it's like... It's on my text feed. Almost really hard. And also, if this person that did this is listening... I want to be your compliance manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm up at like 4 a.m. I don't know if it's the nicotine or what, but like I just... I think it might be ever since I recovered from being sick and I started vaping again, <laughs> like I just can't sleep at night. I will say I'm also really overwhelmed with everything. Like I'm just going, there's a lot on my plate. And so I stay up instead of like doing what I'm supposed to do. I stay up like thinking about everything I need to do. So I was up at like 4am posting random pictures on my Instagram, like just doing whatever. And I get a comment on a picture and I'm like, okay, this must be like somebody overseas. Like, you know, who's commenting this late? It was um, an account that has no profile picture, a weird name, um, like no followers. They're private and they refuse to let me follow them, but they watch all my stories. One of those like fake accounts. And it, <laughs> it just says the absolute worst compliance manager that ever existed! Exclamation point. Now, mind you, I have been gone from my company for since May so if anybody had any grievances that they wanted to air, like, I just don't know why they waited until now to say that. And, like, I've never had any of that type of feedback while I was working there. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> so funny. But, the re- like, because, like, they used, like, one of my titles, which, babe, I wasn't even a compliance manager when I left. I was higher than that. Yeah. Thank you. But um, I don't know. I just think it's funny. And that's why I'm always so skeptical about, like, your close friends. Like, I always try and keep, like, the smallest circle because... It's always like I want this is a made up statistic, but I feel like eight or nine times out of ten when you get hate messages or oh, it's someone, really it's close someone to you. very close yeah. to you. And um, luckily, Rachel goes to bed really early because she's clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought it was her. And if, and if it was, it would have been a joke. That was literally my thought because. I mean, it, and it didn't hurt my feelings. Like, I wanted I wanted to comment, like, well, something Well, like, obviously, snarky. it's not about your work ethic. It's someone that personally has. Exactly. It's you. a personal thing. All right, let's get spooky. What do you got? Well, um, I figured we could, since we both have been to a mental hospital, which a lot of places do their scary stories at asylums and Mm -hmm. movies are based off of them, we can just kind of tell about those. And um, mine was pretty spooky, so. Yeah, go off. Go off, queen. Let's go. Go off, mentally ill queen. (laughs) (laughs) You mental bitch. You're making me mental. <laughs> mental love. Oh, wow. Chris got that. <laughs> I did not. All right. Give it a go, bro. All right. So. Cheers. Cheers. Um, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. um, I went off the little, went off a little of the deep end, I have to say. 
Um, I don't remember exactly what happened. My mom could probably get on the podcast and tell a better story. But basically, I was, like, really angry at my parents. Um, Something had happened, and um, I got really suicidal. And so they ended up taking me to a hospital for a psych evaluation. Um, And I remember a cop coming in and just being like, all right, we're going to take her down to the C-Center. I'm just going to call it the C-Center right there. Whatever. Fuck it. You know (laughs) what that is? It's in Plano. Oh, no. Mm Mm-mm. Well, anyways, I was my kidney queen, you know, as someone who I okay, honestly, let me just say that psych wards and just mental hospitals, the way they transition you into those places is not that needs to change. Yeah. So their method currently is they put ankle weights on you and they throw you in the deep end. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yeah. You sink. And it makes you worse, and you get institutionalized. Yeah, but, like, you know, I'm just literally a struggling teen that's suicidal, and I'm having a cop take me basically in the back of a cop car to a psych center because I'm sad. And that's scary. As a child, as an adult, like... It just adds stress to your already stressed out mental. Like, you're... And there's nothing wrong with you if you need to go to the psych ward. So, for it to be, like, a cop... Like, I get that... Maybe if you're violent. Yeah, but, like, for someone that's not and is I mean, but I don't know. (laughs) Someone who's a skinny queen. (laughs) If I'm a skinny legend, why am I being arrested? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I don't know what the alternative... Like, I went in an ambulance, and the guys were great. So I... I think that's, like... Apparently, I went to a rich people one. Yeah, true, because I came from I came from the low... I mean, I came from the suburbs. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm from Highland Park. (laughs) But, yeah, so, you know, very scary introduction getting put in. You know, I'm young. My parents have just given rights to the hospital to send me into this C-Center, psych hospital. Um, You know, you walk in, and you know how you see in, like, the scary movies... Like, someone's, like, on the wall just, like, hitting their head into the wall. Oh, and, like, the gosh. staff members look unamused and they're, like, they don't care. Or just sketchy stuff is just happening yeah. all around you. Um, that is true. Yeah, even <laughs> in the rich people one. Yeah, it is literally true. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying because most of the people that get administered into the psych center is usually from suicide. Like, usually there's yeah. not, like, schizophrenia. There's nothing, like, I mean, there is a lot of that. But, like, there's, you know, usually you're just, like... And I want to say the geriatric unit was popping off all day, <laughs> all night. They were lit. It was always a security issue in the geriatric ward. <laughs> I borderline, when I was bored, wanted to go see what was up, but I was too young. <laughs> you couldn't get in there. No, they were always oh, security to geriatric site. I was like, what, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so they get me in there and I get there at nighttime. So basically they give me great clothes to wear and I go straight into my room with my roommate and it's completely dark in there she's already in bed so i just get in there and was cry myself to sleep yeah you got there? Mm, same. and that's jarring because like you wake up and you're like where the fuck am i where did mm. i just fucking go like because like you know when you're going through that downward spiral um your mind is not where it's yeah supposed to be. you don't even know what's going on and like whatever you don't I even s- feel comfortable with your own thoughts yeah. at that point i don't even know how i managed to fall asleep honestly yeah i think that and you know what's crazy but i did they I give you sleeping meds yeah. out there because they know like you cannot fall asleep dude i was i would i refuse to take those yeah they will just literally diagnose you with anything over there yeah but you know i wake up in the morning my roommate's not talking to me she's um She's probably my age, and she's got, like, short hair, and she's very quiet to herself. 
Um, she doesn't really say anything. You know, I start my day off getting my vitals read. <laughs> you oh, get in the chair yeah. mm-hmm. and you're getting your arm squeezed. Um, it's just scary. And I remember the first day, like every day your parents are supposed to come, especially when you're like in the troubled teen area. Um, to visit oh, you. Oh, so you were under a- 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that is different. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't have any visitors. Yeah. So, my parents didn't show up. And you know what they did with me? Hmm. They put me in a padded room. What? Isn't that sad? Like, you're oh. one year sad because uh, I just, my parents didn't want to come. It ended up them telling them not to come. But, like, in that moment. You that's thought. Like, they didn't want to come see me. And I fucked oh, up. And wow. now they don't love me. And now... I'm crazy. I'm in a mental hospital and I'm in a padded room because my parents hate me is what literally was going through. I would have hardcore parkour in that room. (laughs) (laughs) I just went and like crawled in a little corner corner and fell asleep until they woke me up. Yeah. That's usually what I do. If I'm really sad or depressed, like sleep is like what I'm just going to go sleep it off. Yeah. I'm just going to go sleep until like maybe it's non-existent anymore. And I probably shouldn't deal with my problems that way. But (laughs) Um, I know. I think that's like a natural defense mechanism. I, like, in those situations, it's hard for me to sleep, mm-hmm. and I just get, like, this weird OCD thing where I just sit there and, like, trace the outlines of the room and, like, count things on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, like, if I'm anxious about something, I can't go to sleep, but if I'm really sad and depressed and I just don't want to think about my thoughts, I can sleep. Yeah. Oh, and I can sleep for days. Yeah. Days. <laughs> um, So, I remember them coming back and getting me out, and... Um, just having the day there. I don't even remember the first day because it was just so, I don't know. You just don't know what's going on. You're in a new routine. Um, I remember them making me like check off like how much I ate for the, it was so fucking weird, whatever. But the scary thing that happened to me while I was in there is the roommate who didn't talk um, is in the room and we're about to go to bed for the second day. And she's telling me that she cuts herself. And that was like, really big when i was a kid that was huge oh yeah the like, emo scene yeah, I, yeah everyone what was that campaign that like oh to write love on her, her arms. arms yeah that was huge a lot of people cut for like attention mm-hmm. but a lot of people was like aesthetics. actually yeah. aesthetics i remember my best friend had a guy that liked her and he was upset that she broke up with him that he wrote her name in his <sighs> stomach and okay her- <laughs> i had a guy burn my name on his arm like brand my name people were just crazy yeah and her name is like um it's an unusual name like no one has this name i'm gonna put it in here but i'm gonna ask her and have chris cut it if i can't but it's mcgregor it's her m-a-c that's her first name G- yes oh i Look, thought you called her that because it's her last name no her. that's her first name what? and he spelled the whole name out in his stomach <laughs> wow every time you called it I thought it was a nickname no that's or her, her name. last name her nickname is dj mcsleazy i can see why you call her mcgregor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mcgregor and I used to, at that time, I cut myself too, but it was definitely out of attention. It was like, I felt like no one was hearing me. Let me cut myself. Like, so stupid. See, I, you know, what's funny about that is, well, okay, that's not funny, but that's, <laughs> you know what's funny about self-harm? Like, Nothing. No. <laughs> Want to hear a joke? Self-harm. I'm just kidding. Chris, cut well, that. No, cut that. Oh my God, literally get it. Cut that. Yeah, literally cut it. <laughs> no, I used to... Um, wish that I could cut myself because everyone was doing it and like I wanted to be that emo bitch but I could not bring myself to like actually do it yeah so the people who do do it even if you say it's just for attention and stuff like it does take like that's very hard to actually cut yourself so like 
that is like you're going through wow, something. Wow, life lesson from Ryan. I was go honestly. Well, well, I mean, it's true because like I couldn't. Like I was, yeah. you know, I was depressed. But like if someone's cutting themselves, like take it serious. Like even if you're like, oh, yeah, just even for if attention. It is for attention, it is imagine serious, yeah. like for attention, I would dye my hair or wear a yeah. weird outfit. Like if you're cutting yourself or self harming for attention, yeah. It's not just attention. Don't brush it off. I just like, wanted to... I felt like people couldn't tell that I was hurt and I wanted to show that I was really yeah, hurt. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, too. So, it's like, yeah, you want yeah. people to know it's that's how bad it was. as well, but, like, it's also, like, I'm in pain. Someone please fucking notice I'm hurting. Exactly. So, it's like a cry for help. Yeah. But this girl... Um, but I wasn't, like, addict... I wasn't addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Like, people can get addicted to yeah, it. Oh, yeah. They can't stop. But, like, this girl obviously was addicted to it. And she's like, I just talked to this one girl. She told me, you know, I can basically break off this plastic part of the dresser and cut myself and i was like oh like i was like that's not a good idea yeah honestly just really scared because i'm like i can't tattle on her because one like fuck tattletales get stitches okay (laughs) i'm not doing that um and then two like what if she like fucking kills herself next to me by like cutting herself with the plastic it was really scary and like it was like one of those moments like i don't know what to fucking do in this situation so she ended up breaking up the plastic and literally cutting herself all night Oh, and you could hear it. And I just remember being like, fuck, like, I want to say something like I want to help her out. I remember even like looking over and you're like, hey, do you want to talk about it? Like, I obviously I'm not in a good state of mind to talk to, but like I didn't want her to hurt herself. Um, And um, I literally stayed awake until she fell asleep. And um, that's the funniest thing at the mental hospital is like crazies trying to help crazies like. One time this, or this is like a quick anecdote, but yeah. at one point this girl was like, I like to handle my traumas and stuff with humor. And I was like, me too. Honestly, that's yeah. the best way to do it. And then we looked at each other. And we're like, we're literally both in a mental hospital. <laughs> like, is it the best way? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're literally fucking here. But so I thought it's just like funny. Like, <laughs> like how is this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're both just, like giving advice and then we're all here. Like we're wearing the same poncho and socks. Like there's no way we know what we're talking about. <laughs> But <laughs> so that girl ends up doing it that night and um, she's fine. Like, I mean, like she's not doing it deep or anything crazy. It's literally a plastic piece off the dresser, which whatever. Do your thing. Mm. If you have to cut yourself with plastic, go broken off. glass, go off. Um, but she ends up talking to, this is the third day. She ends up talking to a guy there who thinks he's a fucking vampire. <laughs> now, this guy, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what was wrong with him, but there was something like that that wasn't a mental illness. Like, that was yeah. like you're fucking no, there's playing people something there up. That are like in there for a crisis situation, and then there's people that like pretty much live there. Mm-hmm. There's like the people who yeah. have like they're been in and around. Out. They're in the yeah. So yeah. So he was like one of those like I don't know what the fuck. Well, like, that'll what be the his fuck life like. probably. But we were sitting in a circle. We had like games that we could play sometimes, and he starts biting his lip, Ryan, to the point that it's bleeding. And just sucking on it, like, oh, that tastes so good. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, this guy is insane. And this girl's, like, fawning over him, the one that was cutting herself, my roommate. And I'm just, like, looking at her, like, don't do it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I do crazy shit like that, too. I shouldn't say anything. (laughs) But (laughs) he's literally sucking his own blood. And um, she's like, Edward Cullen. (laughs) This Was Twilight out then? Yeah, we were. Yes, it was. Yep. Maybe that was her fetish. Oh, oh no, Edward. Um, <laughs> Show me a wolf and then I'll be impressed. <laughs> but yeah, she ended up, after him telling her that he was a vampire and sucking his blood, she was like, 
infatuated by him, all about him. And she started to be a vampire all of a sudden. And I kept thinking, like, because I guess, yeah, because those Twilight books came out. I was like, well, how did the transition happen? I've been with you all day. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. Like, one minute you're not. How did she tell you? Like, how did she come out? (laughs) (laughs) She just came out of the closet and she's a vampire now. Um, So on the third day after he said that, she comes to the room late, which is crazy because they do, like, their checkoffs and stuff. And she's like, I've transitioned now. And I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what? And she's like, um, I don't know the guy's name. I'm going to say Johnny. Johnny has transitioned me, and now I'm a full-blood um, vampire. And I was like, uh, like, what do you say? Yeah, I <laughs> what do don't you say? know. And I'm... I was, like, scared because I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to suck my fucking blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I am going to die here. <laughs> And um, when I was little, I used to be really scared of vampires. Like, it was, like, a thing for me when I was little. And I used to always sleep with the covers, like, up to my neck. And I still do to this day. Like, they have to be, like, up here. I do, so I don't want people to see my double chin. Oh. <laughs> I'll Sometimes, watch the, yeah. yeah. So, But, yeah, that was always, like, a fear. So, like, that's something I had to do. And <laughs> it came in really handy that night. So. Yeah. But um, you start bringing like garlic from the chow hall. Yeah. I don't remember what chow hall is this prison. <laughs> Basically, it's cafeteria. Uh, but the food is barely edible. <laughs> like I remember someone like, "What'd you have for breakfast?" I was like, "Someone on the phone," and I was yeah. like, "I ate something that I'm like eighty percent sure it's supposed it to be eggs. an egg." Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. What yeah, so I'm like, but I could be wrong. But <laughs> but yeah, so um. Vampire girl, man, yeah, that was like, I don't, and I remember coming out of it, and my parents were like, did you learn anything? And I was like, I found out that you can, people actually pretend to be vampires out there. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> like, what? They put you back in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this girl's crazy. She's yeah. a whole vampire community. But did you know there's actually people that think oh, they're vampires yeah. out mm-hmm. there? That's crazy. And they literally drink like vials of yeah. blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. But yeah, that was my spooky. I mean, a lot of stuff happened in there, but like that was the one where I was like, okay, that's just fucking weird (laughs) i think mine like so i was in the hospital and they transferred me from like just like a med surge unit it was like i came in through the er transferred me to med surge and then transferred me to the mental hospital um via ambulance it was apparently was like the nicest facility like it was like a new facility all the people like who had you know like i said there's people that like constantly go to facilities and that's kind of their life is in and out yeah like those people were like this is the nicest one we've been to so i was like at least i'm bougie (laughs) um but like the thread count was not up to my standards let's just say they let's just say the accommodations were not what i'm used to but i'm just kidding i did tell the staff that (laughs) yeah he toured my room and i was like um what's the thread count on these and like i was kidding and then he was like, yeah, I know. This is probably not what you're used to. I was like, yeah, not yeah, my usual Yeah, you're just your humor to make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but so I came in and I, you know, am a graduate student in criminal justice. And so my passion is like prison reform and the correction system. And so the mental health system plays right into that. Like it's very, yeah. it's, it's, it's very close to the correctional system. And so I came in and, and for one, like I didn't want to be there. Like I had to I had to go against my will pretty much. I wasn't like a ward of the state or anything. I went voluntarily, but you didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was looking at it. I remember at first like it was prison. Like I don't know these people. I was scared 
to death. I had never been in a place like that. When they wheel you in, like you said, I was going into the unit and there's people like like spreading like spit on the glass. They're banging their things. This lady was following me, like looking me dead in the eye. Like, are you okay? (laughs) Like the saying the creepiest stuff and these guys, like I was pale white. I was so white and scared looking that they asked me if I had my 18th birthday yet. (laughs) Like they were like, I looked just, I, and I remember looking at the EMT guys. They were so nice. I was like, am I going to have my own room? Do the rooms lock? Because I thought I was going to be in that unit. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get raped. I'm going to get killed. Like I was just thinking like, there's no way I'm staying here. So they were like the EMTs though, they're, they're really supposed to just drop me off and leave. They were like making sure because like, it was at night, but for some reason, like, the nurses were, I don't know if it was shift change, they were busy, they did not care to answer the questions. Yeah. The EMTs stayed there and asked Aww. repeatedly until I got an answer. They were like, she's nervous. Like, they were just so cool. Like, if, yeah. if I could find out who they were, like, I would love to just, like, Thank <laughs> invite them. them to my birthday party. <laughs> I don't know. I love them. And I told them, I was like, uh-uh, I'm staying with y'all. Y'all gonna have to, <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna forcefully remove me, but y'all might have to. And they were like, no, like, it's fine. So um, I was looking at it like prison. I wanted to get out. Like, I wanted to go back to work. I wanted normalcy. Like, I did not want to be there. And it's so dehumanizing. I mean, they strip you of everything. They cut the uh, gold Michael Kors metal tag off of my sweater. They took my Aggie ring from me. They took off my, like, I had to wear the issued socks, the poncho. Like, I was so dehumanized. I was just, like, almost felt like a punishment. Yeah. And so it's not... Uh, like rehabilitation place it's literally like to stabilize you on meds and stop the crisis so you don't kill your like you don't hurt yourself yeah like, that's literally what it's for and i was just so annoyed i was like this is institutionalizing there's one little prison phone i was looking around and i'm just like uh-uh i'm not making any friends i'm trying to get out i'm not starting fight like i yeah. want to like because they're like basically you're at the mercy the doctor does not have to let you out. Yeah, until they, they yeah. say you're good to go. And yeah. you can file and say, hey, I want to be released. Even if you're a, an adult. Like, I'm an adult. No one has custody of me. Yep. If I say I want to be released under AMA, they have to bring my file to a judge. And the judge can then say, not only no, can she not leave, but two, she's now in custody of the state. And we can keep her indefinitely. So I yeah. was scared because I had really good health insurance. So I was like, they are going to milk me. <laughs> no, ma'am. I will quit my job right now and lose my insurance. So y'all let me out. Like, I was like, mm-mm. And so. Get on that cobra. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even get caught. I'd be insurance free. Like, oh, y'all ain't getting money. So y'all better let me out. Mm-mm, not today. I'm keeping the socks, too. Like, so. <laughs> so I remember, like, people were talking to me. And at one point, this girl she was even the staff warned me they're like you know it was kind of sad because one staff was like stay away from her she's crazy but she was honestly sweet she just was she had some problems but i never had a problem with her i thought she was funny and she's nice it's she just i don't know what she had but it was wild like yeah that's the first time being in there that i saw people really have like schizophrenia and like really psychotic yeah Yeah, like it it was really eye-opening and it was really sad and humbling and really definitely solidified that like nope not going back but this girl like i remember she was like talking to some girl and they were kind of like they were being nice and like all you do is pretty much like color like there's nothing to do they don't help you there's no they say there's group sessions they don't do no yeah so you're just coloring playing like at one point i was like running the contract run me i was like all right 
nope. Like, it was like, I was like literally like a mob boss in prison. And this girl was like arguing with this one girl about the colors or something. And I'm just like, uh-uh, I am minding my own. And then out of nowhere, like the girl, the other, okay, the girl to my left had a, she was being logical. Like, she was like, okay, but, like, you said I couldn't do this. Whatever they were arguing about. And the other girl was just completely being rude. And, like, she just snapped and just starts yelling and closing her ears. She's like, you're hurting my ears. You're hurting my ears. And I was like, oh, whoa. And then she runs up to the front desk and she's like, blah, blah, blah. This Like, I was just like, uh-uh, I am just bubble littering my name to death on this paper. Yeah. And then I get called up because I guess she said Ryan saw it. I literally was like, I didn't see anything. Yep. And they were like, you were sitting right there. I was like, ma'am, I was coloring. Look, because I'm not getting involved in anything because I don't want anything on my record that I'm not getting out. Yep. And like the other girl, I felt bad. Like She was like looking at me and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't you, look, but I'm I not. I am not a snitch. I am not <laughs> doing this today. Plus, she's crazier than you and I don't want. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> and so. When I first came in, I did not have a roommate, and which was great because I wanted to sleep. I just was like, what is going on? And since I came in through the hospital, I didn't have time to, like, pack. I didn't have, like, any toiletries, any anything at all. Yeah, people had to bring it to you. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I was in there, no roommate. And they come in and they open your door every 15 minutes and check. And I managed to get sleep and then woke up in the morning, whatever. Then I think, at, like, three days in, I met some girl and um she was really great like you could tell kind of like when someone's like your vibe yeah and so um neither of us had a roommate because it was kind of empty when we first got in and then all of a sudden there was like a group of girls that they had like brought in girls and they kind of look like boys they were like really scary looking like tall like not not even being mean like like butch like like very like masculine and like the thing was we already had vibed with each other on the floor so we knew who was there so it wasn't more so what they look like. It was more like, it's 50-50. What if these people are crazy? What if we don't like them and we end up getting yeah. rude? So, like, we asked to switch. She was like, can I move into Ryan's room? Because we already know we get along. And they almost didn't want to do it. But we were like, it's less problems for y'all. So we ended up being roommates for like, the last few days. Um, but after my, my long growing on for the story, <laughs> there was, like, one day. It was, I think, like, my second to last day. They had given me, like, a estimated release date. And so... Um, this kid came in that same day and he was young. He's probably 18 or something. And just so like depressed. Like you could just tell he had kind of befriended that one girl that was really that they told me to warn or they warned me about. Yeah. And I remember like we were in the cafe like eating or whatever and we all had to eat at our own table because of COVID. And so he like dropped something and like, I don't know, I can just sense when people have my same sense of humor, just by like their little like mannerisms and the way they react, like he had dropped something and the way we looked at each other and reacted, I was like, oh, he's fun. like, he has my same personality. <laughs> and um, we had later like this group and like, I'm not like religious, like this isn't my religion, um, but it was like, I don't know what, I don't know if it was, ca- I think it was Catholic. It probably was Catholic. Yeah. And so this guy it's usually came in they and they it. like... He was talking about God, blah, 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 which, like, even if you're not that religion, like, there's messages that you can grab that, like, apply, you know, like, just, like, the being good and, like, whatever. And so I remember thinking he was talking about how God uses, like, he speaks through people, like, he'll use people to speak to others, and that's what spreads his word and stuff. 
And I remember like thinking my depressed, like just broken state being like, wow, how beautiful would it be to like be chosen by God to be used for good, to bring someone closer to him or to help someone out? Like I was like, wow, like that, that would be beautiful. Like honestly, to be that person, yeah, to speak to someone else, like just, you know, to be like a shining light in their life for like a second. And so I remember like just thinking about that. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And so later on that guy I was about to leave. I think I had like two hours left and my dad was supposed to come pick me up. And he was sitting there, that kid that I had mentioned that has like my same personality. And he was so depressed. Like he, and I was like, hey, if you don't mind me asking, like, you know, what's going on? Like, why are you in here? And I was like, you don't have to say. Um, And he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so depressed. And, you know, all my friends have moved away and I have nobody. And it it was like, I could so relate, even though I was like maybe twice his age, probably not quite, but like, you know, I had that same thing. Cause as you get older, I don't know. And this is what I told him too. I I was like, well, you know, I can relate to that. Like, as you get older, your friends do dwindle and, but you make new ones and you realize, you know, whatever, just kind of giving him pep talk. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, and he just starts like tearing up. Cause I was like, you know, I have only known you for a couple days, but I can tell because he told me I'm usually super outgoing and blah, blah. And I was like, I know you are. Like, that's why I'm like, I I know that you are. I can see that. So I was like, I have only known you for a few days and I already know that like you are someone so special and like I'm lucky to have met you. And like I'm tearing up right now, but he was tearing up and he just started like just tears were flowing down his face, but he wasn't saying anything. He was just like nodding like he was listening. And I usually wouldn't just get this deep. Like, I, I the whole time did not, I didn't even want to snitch on girl that was crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did not want to do anything. But I just felt like I needed to say that. And we were just talking and I was like, you know, like, it gets better. Like, it, it might get worse again, but it's always going to get better. Like, your friend, you know, just going on about like yeah. friends and just being like, I'm older than you. Trust me, you're going to, all the friends that you have now, they're not going to matter. Like, you're going to meet new friends. You're going to work on yourself. And, like, you're an amazing person. Like, and I even brought up, I was like, I don't know if you noticed, but when you dropped that thing in the cafe and we were laughing about it, like, I was like, I felt like we had a comedy moment. Like, <laughs> I know that you have a really amazing personality. And he was like, you remember that? And because, you know, I love, like, I want people to know, like, the little things they do that if I noticed and it made me laugh because it makes them happy. Like, oh, my God, someone actually. Yeah. So he was like, you remembered that? And I was like, yes, it was hilarious. That's why I was like, I know this guy is cool. Like, I know you're exactly like me. And um, I gave him my email. I wouldn't give my number because, like, he might have been a minor and I, did, I didn't want any type of, <laughs> like, any <laughs> you misconception. You want to get wind up back yeah, in no, there. Yeah, I didn't want any misconceptions. So I was like, here's my email, you know. If you ever need someone to talk to, you know, who's like similar and who's, you know, we have different struggles, but I can relate and I have siblings that are your age. So like, seriously, send me an email or whatever. And I gave my email to another guy, too, who was really, really smart and like cool. And he was going to college and was asking me questions about it. So um, they never emailed and I didn't expect it, but I just I don't know. It was just so sad. I, yeah. It was so eye-opening, though, to go there and just see, like, I don't know. like, and, and it made me feel better because my thing is always, like, I'm outgoing. Like, you would never think that I would be depressed. And so, I, and that guy's the same. Like, he is that same person for people in his life. And so I was just like, you know, people like us are misunderstood. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> And we just had a bond moment. Like, if I could adopt one person, that would be adopt him. Like, he's so sweet. I genuinely and I looked him up because he has a really like his name is spelt really weird 
and I couldn't find him anywhere on social media. But I just hope he's doing Aww. good. I hope he found his way. Yeah. It's so sad. But but other than that, I was like, this place is institutionalizing. This does no help. You're isolating people in their yeah. deepest, darkest moments. I will say some people do need it. People who are like trying to get their meds. Like there was a girl in there for bipolar and she was off her meds and she needed to find the right medication. Because some of those medicines for like mental illness and like psychosis, like those are very strong. So yeah. if you have the wrong dose, you can like be a menace to yourself in society. So I get it for that. Like it's good to have figure out your medicine in a supervised scenario. But for people that are in there for depression and suicide, like they just don't really deal with that correctly. Yeah. yeah the other day you posted on Instagram that photo of, you know, the get well and it's mm-hmm. that girl who's getting well for probably like a surgery and there's flowers, her room's bright, all that kind of stuff. And then there's like the depression one where she's like in this like dark room yeah. alone crying. And that's so fucking true. Like you it shouldn't be like that. I know. It's it should a, be just the same. I think it's hard too, like for me, because the the night I posted that, I think it was the night prior that that was me. You know, you just have those nights where you just think about what you've been through and you just are crying and you're just like, you know, just yeah, losing going it. it through. All yeah. Emotions. And so in that moment, I never reach out. I, I am like embarrassed. I don't want people in my house to hear him crying. Like, I don't know. It's such a silent suffering. And it's, but it's crazy because so many people have it but and deal with it. I feel like it's so silent too. Not just because the person wants to be silent about it. It's but taboo. I feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be because so many people deal with it. A lot of people write mental illness off. They're like, it's just an excuse, you know. Yeah. Anxiety's not real. <laughs> depression is not real. And it's like, no. I guarantee that the same people who say that have been depressed or have anxiety in their life and they just don't know it. Like, yep. like so you've never gained a lot of weight suspiciously and not been yeah. happy with yourself. Yeah, that's depression. Yeah. But like, also like the people that are literally your brains are stabilized and are able to function normally within society. You have to understand that, like, there's people that literally cannot. Yeah, it's a chemical it, imbalance. It, it's literally not just a quick fix and you're mm-hmm. good to go. Like, it takes years and not years, not years where you just stop. You have to continuously work on yourself continuously yeah. a bit better. And hold your job and pay your bills. And mm-hmm. there's no, like, you don't get to have a break where you get to fix yourself and go back to life. Like, I remember yeah. being in the hospital, waking up, you know, and being like, oh, fuck, got to go to work tomorrow. Like, we got to get out. And, like, they were like, oh, yeah. you're not going to work. But, but also, like, how do you tell your friends, like, I was just in a mental hospital? Yeah. And then they think you're crazy. Yep. They picture what it's like in the movies. Which, and they, yes, there are some people in there and it is kind of like the movies. But it, there's yeah. a lot of people in there that are not. It's not like that. But and the people who are like that in the movies, like, that's still not shameful either because no rational person in their right mind would act that way. Yeah. So those people are either going through it and they've been broken, yeah. like they've, you know, had a mental break or they they have, you know, a yeah. mental illness that they're battling. Yeah, and of course it's like scary to see, but the person is, it is scary. Yeah, but it's unpredictable. It's like, that person's still a person. They're still a human oh, yeah. and it's not like they're purposely oh, trying yeah. to act insane. Yeah, exactly. Like, shit, if I wanted to wake up and not be depressed or have any anxiety, I would fucking do it in a... What? You got the cure? Let me know right now. I'll do it right fucking now. But there is no cure. The There's cure. probably medication and therapy for the rest of my life. 
Yeah. So cool. Um, actually, there is a cure. It's a 1980s rock band that I love. <laughs> show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. <laughs> One that makes me scream, she said. One that makes <laughs> it's me a laugh, band. she said. For my situation, it was very like situational depression. And I think my anxiety is situational. Um, I think my ADHD symptoms were also like it was just all because of like a traumatic thing that I'm still going through. But like there are people that their entire lives like it's an imbalance, which I think it's still an imbalance in my brain. But it's triggered by a situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, but there's people that just like, it's not that you're sad. It's not that, well, just get, just come on, just put on a good song and go to work. No, like you, and and this isn't even just like, mine is hopefully will, you know, go away or be managed. But there's people like, they cannot. It, to, to them, the process of opening their eyes and stepping out of bed is completely untangible. Like, and people don't realize that. Like, why don't you just go to work? Like, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't work, work like, like that. that. Like, there's people who don't brush their teeth or change their mm-hmm. underwear for, like, months. Yeah. Because they can't, like, it, do you think they want to do that? No. It's for attention. It's cute or quirky. Like, it's cute it's quirky. or quirky to tweet about it, but you're secretly going to work. Like, no. These people yeah. cannot. And there's just not any infrastructure that in our country that's really built to deal with that yeah i don't know if it's like that in other countries i'm sure i mean mental health is kind of just worldwide kind of a taboo kind of like hush hush thing yeah because i struggle with anxiety it's not situational it's just a day-to-day every day i'm anxious about something yeah some things in my past kind of like trigger me to be more anxious in certain situations but like it could literally be nothing and i'm freaking out about it in my head but because of therapy, it's really helped me not, like, express that outwards. Mm-hmm. But also, if I could just shut it off, fuck, man. That yeah. would – honestly, most of my problems in life or anything that I stay in and let myself stay in is because I'm anxious about it. I think that, like – so I think, like, I um, was on ADHD medicine and it made my anxiety – like, I think – that's what caused me to have anxiety um, mm-hmm. because I – that's so what I mean by that is, like, I got a taste of what it is like for people to have anxiety because I would take Adderall. And I, I finally realized that that's what was doing it, so I stopped taking it. But um, I realized that, like, I literally thought that everyone in my life hated me. Yep. Like, I if, – if my – if I walked into the living room and my dad just glanced over and didn't, like – jump up and throw me a parade i was like oh great he's kicking yep. me out I, he's fucking mad yep and i would freak out about that and even though and i and when i was done like done freaking out about that i would tell myself ryan when this happens it's generally gen- generally nobody's mad you have to remind yourself that but in the moment like you physically can't like yeah. in that moment everyone genuinely hates, hates you. you yep like, I would, te- I texted Rachel one time and was like, do you hate, are you mad? Do you hate me? <laughs> yeah, do you hate me? And, like, she's like, what? <laughs> one time, <laughs> oh, my God. I think Chris finally knows like, how my how bad my anxiety is. But, like, one time I called my brother. And we do not talk on a daily basis. It's not a daily basis. We have a really good relationship. But, like, it's not. Yeah. Like, if we play phone tag, it's normal. Yeah. But one time I, like, called him and he didn't answer. And I was like, he fucking hates me. 
And Chris was like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) you just were on Discord with him for three hours playing a game together and having fun. Like, why does he all of a sudden hate you? But that is like, my brain just literally goes, oh, fuck, they hate me. Yeah. Like, what did I do? And now I'm going through the steps and I'm snowballing like this huge problem that's non-existent. I think literally too, non-existent. Like, our last job maybe contributed to this too, but like one time my oh. boss at this current job was like, she's always like, "Hey babe, hey love," like very nice, like um, like long-winded, like like you know in her text yeah, and like super sweet, stuff. yeah, sweet. Out. And like she, there was a time when like she'll send me tech TikToks and like we like we talk outside of work, and so like I sent her like a funny TikTok. She didn't respond, like, on text. And then I sent her, like, another text, and she didn't respond for, like, two days. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, what I fucking she do. hates me. I'm getting fired. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And everyone, like, I kept telling everyone, I think I'm getting fired. Not at work, but, like, my personal life. And they were like, well, did you do something? And I was like, no. And they're like, then yeah. why would you get fired? I was like, I don't know. Um, I fucked up. Something I yeah, did. I, I did like, something, something I did. I just- I've also been really anxious about the COVID pandemic working in healthcare because it's so unpredictable and I'm new and didn't want to get furloughed, but yeah. Um, and I already expressed that anxiety to her, but yeah. And then she, like a day later, was like, "Hey, babe. Oh my god, I didn't even see like, um. Oh, and she had like canceled a meeting that day too for uh, like totally unrelated reasons. And I was like, "Oh, great. Here it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fired. Getting fired. Yep. And then the next day, she's like, "Hey, babe. Oh my god, I didn't even see these notifications. LOL. That TikTok's so funny. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you hours of hell? And I'm like, you know what? I quit then. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the, and I told her that. I was like, for the last 72 hours, <laughs> you could not convince me that I wasn't getting fired and you didn't genuinely hate me. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> was You're like, crazy. I know. I'm like, I know. I know. That's how bad I am. Because like, yeah, my situations with my exes have added some things to me where I'm like, oh, fuck. Chris yeah, I want her to. Couple just a situations, sprinkles, like just a, a little bay. bit of PTSD, not a big deal. Nothing to write home about. <laughs> but literally, oh my god, this is so funny. Um, but in the moment, like terrifying. So my last ex, my ex husband, would literally get mad at me about anything, anything mm-hmm. that went wrong. Not even portraying to me, it's my fault. And he's coming to berate me, and it's gonna be this whole thing. So one day, Chris is making dinner. And he was putting asparagus in the oven and he dropped it on the floor. And he's like, God damn it. Like, just a normal relaxation. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking dropped it. And I shut down. Shut down. I was like, fuck, he's coming to fuck with me. Like, he's mad at me. I fucked up. I should have made sure the asparagus wasn't on. <laughs> Somehow it's my fault. And if my- only I made them square so they wouldn't roll. <laughs> yeah. And my anxiety is, like, just going insane about it. Like, oh, he's mad at me. He's going to be mad at me. Something's about to happen. And literally, that's so funny. He's like, just ask me if you're mad at me and I'll tell you the truth. And I'm like, okay, I need to stop. Like, yeah. I literally just need to ask because I will let my brain go insane No, I do it. that too. And I would ask my ex-husband, I would ask him, are you mad at me? So many times that he started, like, he would be like, if you ask me that again, I'm going to be mad. Like, stop <laughs> like, asking Please stop me. asking me. So then I started just randomly being like, are you happy? And he's like, stop. <laughs> if, yeah, again, if I'm mad at you, I'll tell you. We'll talk about it. But yeah. like. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I just have to know. And honestly, what I need to tell myself. And honestly, what I need to tell myself in those situations, I guess, though, when it, when someone means that much to you, you don't want them to be mad. But like, do I care if someone's mad? Like, I go like my brain goes to the worst. Not only are they just irritated. No, like. They're kicking me out or they're firing me yeah. or they're cutting me out. Like anything like it's, it's like the someone, worst scenario. Yeah, the worst possible scenario. 
And like, uh, that's probably not gonna, like, I don't know. I don't know why my brain does that. I should give people more credit. Like people aren't just gonna yeah. jump off the deep end like that. And if they do, they shouldn't be in your life because that's yeah. erratic. <laughs> yeah. But like in, in that moment, I just can't. Yeah, like, the fear of it God, is just I know. overwhelming. And then I'm like, and I just start spiraling. Like, it, my dad doesn't say hi one morning because he's like on the phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's, I live, with, <laughs> I live at home. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to kick me out. And then I'm going to have to go find an apartment. Do I even want to live by work? Do I, I don't even like Las Colinas? Am I going to, like, I just like, <laughs> lose my mind. And then my dad's like, hey, what's for dinner? And I'm like, oh, my are God. You? <laughs> no, fuck off because I'm moving to Irving, okay? <laughs> Are you happy? I've already started looking at apartments because <laughs> yeah. I felt like you were going to kick me out. I'm already, I'm already upside down in a freaking mortgage because of you. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> because I smirked? Yeah. Yeah. I know. My mom's always like, you can get on medications. And I am so weird about that because, like, this one time this facility put me on an anti-schizophrenia um, medication. Mm-hmm. And I would literally – it fucked me up so much that one time – um, I threw it up and I had these terrible withdrawals from it that were like insanely scary. It was oh. like, like, fuck, you know, you're like 16 and you're just like shaking in bed because you didn't take, you threw up your medication on accident. I promise you didn't do it on purpose, but <laughs> I swear, but, um, you could be literally talking to me and I would be mouthing what you said. Oh my so, God. So like everyone's like, well, you can take medication. I'm like, well, I don't really, that, that makes me nervous. Me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like some of my steps that I've learned from counseling helped me a lot more than just Same. taking medication. Oh, yeah. Because even when I was on medication as a kid, I still had the same. It was not the mm. It is the same. It was literally the same. Sometimes, like, this is so random, but it kind of is the same. Like, I, there was, like, two years where I did not even have a sip of alcohol. I never had an alcohol problem. It was a personal choice for me. Uh, my ex-husband didn't drink and... I was also trying to follow that as well. So I didn't want to drink. And I remember being like, um, you know, it taught me so much because there were some like social scenarios where like you turn to alcohol to loosen you up to icebreakers so you can talk to people. But I didn't I couldn't do that because I was choosing not to drink. And so I remember being like, wow, like this is forcing me to like deal with my issues and feel like whatever. Like I couldn't like. Yeah. You know, like use it for after a hard day or whatever. And I feel like that with medicine too. Like, I'm not like, you know, don't take DayQuil and be like a, like, yeah, you know, like tough it out that way. But like, or like, if medication's working for you, that's great. Yeah. Cause I, I am on antidepressants, but like, um, you know, I, I always feel like it don't feel like medicine's the only option. Yeah. Like it makes you kind of like feel and feel your emotions and go through it. But sometimes medicine does work for people and it changes their life. And that's great. Some people like are on mental health medicines for the rest of their life. And it's it's great. So I I don't know. I've been wondering, like, when do you get do you stay on antidepressants your whole life? Like, do I get off? I don't I I think. um, So I haven't taken anything except for ADHD medicine since I was 17. So I got off all depressants, all anxiety meds at 17 and haven't Mm -hmm. taken any since. Like I was even on sleep meds, which was terrible because like once you You start taking sleep meds, they love giving sleep meds. Oh, man. They want to give me a good old sleepy pill. Put me straight to sleep. They always. And I remember in the mental hospital, like because I 
I don't like to sleep. Like, I'm such an extrovert. I like to be awake. Like, if I had to choose a recreational drug, I would pick an upper. Like, I want to be out and about. Like, I wish we didn't have to sleep and we could just go, go, go for 24 (laughs) hours. Like, I'm that person. And so I remember when they gave me... Plus, I don't want to be... I This ain't the Ramones. I do not want to be sedated in a mental (laughs) hospital because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. So, um... Like, they would offer, if you need the sleep medicine, the doctor has prescribed it for you, but you don't have to take it. So, I would always refuse it. I was like, no, I don't don't need it. And I remember when they went to see me, they were like, well, we know you're not a drug seeker. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, you've refused every other medicine in here, but your (laughs) multivitamin and your antidepressant. And I'm like, I'm just not. I mean, yeah. I mean, so I'm on Wellbutrin. I think it works great. Mm -hmm. I was actually prescribed it a few years ago. For weight loss, and it's just they it, they prescribe it for people to help them stop smoking mm-hmm. and to help them lose weight because it stops your brain from craving things, and it really did work. Um, Joe, it really worked. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you might think I'm fat, but that's because I'm depressed now. And but yeah, so <laughs> I just kept taking that because it's also I noticed I was like, wow, my mood is better. I'm not caring about the small little things that I used to care about, like. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a lifelong thing. And usually it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's... And I don't mind it. I don't get side effects from it. Yeah. I'm sure there's a medication out there for me that would work, but Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. After that whole schizophrenia medication, like I get really nervous trying new things. Like I know what works for me. I know that Claritin helps out my sinuses. I know that ADHD medicine makes me focus. And I know that... um, I don't really like to drink. <laughs> but I wish I did. Yeah, ADHD medicine. It helps, but honestly, so you can get addicted to it, yeah. See, I I just my thing was it made my anxiety go over the roof. And so apparently you're not supposed to stop it cold turkey, but yeah. I did. I haven't had withdrawals or anything like that, but um I will say that I'm supposed to eat no gluten and very low carb because I have a hormonal condition. Mm-hmm. Shout out PCOS queens um, and kings. You know, men can get PCOS. That's crazy. Really? I know. Yeah. They don't have they ovaries. Can. So. so it's weird because it's kind of a, a the name of it. The name of the disease is kind of incorrect. Like they bring up ovaries and cysts, but that's not even one of the main symptoms. It's yeah. actually a hormonal disease. And having cysts on your ovaries can be a symptom. Like, I don't, I don't have, I've had a cyst one time and that was because I was on birth control. I've never had a cyst. Yeah. But I have PCOS. So men can have that same hormonal condition. They just don't have the ovary symptom. And I never knew that. Oh, that's crazy. Um, But yeah, last month, I always do a PCOS research in September because there's a lot, they like push more info out. And so I was like, what? But I'm not supposed to, so just for me, the low carb and the gluten uh, and no dairy works for me. And so that, when I'm eating like that and perfect, mm-hmm. I like do not have ADHD. So I don't think I really do. I think yeah. it's just that I'm eating incorrectly. Like Mine's, low uh, carb is freaking, low carb and lo-fi beats. Oh my God, that's freaking Adderall yeah. right there. I will focus. Yeah, I would say that carbs do give me fog brain, but even if I don't eat carbs, I still can't. I cannot focus. I think Ryan called me the other day while I was doing something. I was like, I literally, she's not even talking. I was like, I can't read with you. On yeah. And she's hung up. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, li- I don't know what it was. It was just something about the timer going and me like trying to, I don't know. I just could not read yeah. a sentence. And some people that need that medicine, like I just, I just think mine yeah. might not be, but it, it could be. And 
who knows? Plus, you change a lot. Like, yeah, you your, can your get body things. Can change, that, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Just depends what you need in the moment. It does. Just do you. Just listen to your doctor. <laughs> like, or uh, don't. You know, doctors aren't always right. Get yeah. second opinion. If you think it's not right. Yeah, get a second opinion. Get second opinions and stuff. Like, switch up. Because... Don't what listen works. to me for medical advice. I'm just telling you my own experiences. Yeah, no, same. I know nothing. <laughs> and, like, that's a big thing in the PCOS community is, like, a lot of doctors misdiagnose it and they don't know how to treat it. And a lot of them are like, well, you have to eat keto for the rest of your life. Like, they'll, like, do one fits <laughs> Wait, all. Wait, keto's not always good for you, too. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, they do, like, a one size fits all. But, like, no, it that's, no, doesn't work. Like, you, there's so many different types. Like, there's everybody is so different. Different, yeah. For me... Eating low carb and no gluten and no dairy is what does it for me. But that doesn't mean that it it's good. Yeah. It might hurt the next person. So like yeah. I hate when doctors like do that. So Some if it's not working for different. you, just switch doctors. Yeah. Don't even no. don't even give them that. Don't humor to, them. Don't use your good old insurance or Obamacare or Cobra or none, and you're paying really a shit ton of money out of your pocket for a bad opinion. Yeah, if you're paying if you're cash paying for shit advice, Move email on. me. Email. I got some books. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I got some good doctor recommendations here. But um, um, speaking of eating and Joe. Oh, my God. Guys, Joe's back on the scene. I, um, I want Rachel to tell this from her perspective because she was there. And <laughs> I just like hearing stories about myself. So Not really. I've never met Joe in person. <gasps> oh, that's right. She's known all about him. I know all about him. Never met Joe. But me, Ryan, and Chris are at the hometown bar that Ryan always goes to. Oh, uh, I go sometimes, yes. It's not my hometown. But when we go out. We go out. We go there. Yes. Look, not her trying to sleep on the hometown (laughs) bar. No, because next time you ain't getting in, I'm telling them. But anyways, we, we, we get there and we're outside. Um... We're just talking, hanging out. Actually, I'm just using Ryan's phone to Snapchat ugly pictures of myself the whole night. <laughs> and this guy and this girl walk up and Ryan starts, hey, oh my God. No, they said hi to me first. Don't even play. Okay, maybe He yes. said, that's my friend Ryan over there. Oh, yeah, yeah that did happen. And so Ryan, her trying to ask. Sorry, fuck, gaslighting here. <laughs> so Pop Ryan it. gets up and she's like, you know, responding to their energy, like excited and I look over and I barely get a glimpse, but I see the hair of this guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, is that Joe? No, I didn't say it out loud. It's in my brain, obviously. But um, and he's with a girl, beautiful girl, really sweet. Girl I loved too. her energy. She was great. I love her. Shout out to her. If yeah. you're listening, you're Hopefully. too good for Joe and I. You're awesome. Yeah. And hang out with us. <laughs> so Ryan and him and the girl are talking and. She's like, oh, come, you know, they're like, oh, we're hanging out. So we were telling them, like, hey, come sit with us. But I do want to say the reason I did that is because he was like, we're going to the bar next door. So I was like, okay. But then he kind of, like, lingers, and it was just awkward. So I felt like I should invite, like, yeah, him. And and that turns out that's kind of what he was wanting, because he was wanting her to meet some of his friends. And he kept saying, I'm so glad, like, we ran into them. Yeah. So I got some heat for that, but I didn't know what to do in that moment. Okay. Let me finish. But I just want to let them know <laughs> before y'all start canceling. <laughs> we cancel Ryan. Now. Yeah, free, you know. So um, they go in to get a drink and Ryan's like, I'm going to go get a drink too. And I remember looking at Chris like, oh my God, I think that's fucking Joe. And he's like, what? What? Why, why are we being so cordial? And I'm like, I don't know. I think that's fucking Joe though, because the hair and I, I don't know. Ryan described him. I think I got one picture of him mm-hmm. and I think I saw his like Instagram and that's all I got from him. And I remember thinking to myself, that guy's fucking ugly. 
<laughs> I was like, for someone to speak on someone else's like Wait. looks, just well, anything in general, it's yeah. like ah, you should probably not do that. Yeah, do don't that throw people. stones when you live in a glass house. Yeah. Take that little and his wood house is like glass. out of your eye and start looking at your own self. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so me and Chris are like, fuck, what do we do? Cause like, I hate this guy. Like I, he's hurt you. I want to be confrontational, but I'm also really drunk and I also hate confrontation. So I'm like, I don't know what to do in this moment. So I'm like, looking at Chris, I'm like, I'm going to tell her I need to puke. Like, I'm going to make up this elaborate That is her (laughs) go-to. It really is. I'm like, I'm going to puke. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. And Chris is like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be cool with this guy. Because, like, I don't like him either. And I was like, I guess we just have to pretend to be cool. All y'all should have just said is, like, Ryan, we want to leave. I didn't know it was that bad. I was trying to make it not awkward for you. So I was like, I, and that was my go-to. It was just embarrass myself. Because I knew y'all were uncomfortable. But... Then I'm like, you can't just invite someone to sit with us and then leave. So I was like, oh, we have to give them. I mean, for him, I could have. I know. And I should have been (laughs) rude. It's just, I don't know. I was really put. It was a weird situation. It was so weird because like, remember at the end of the night, like when we had that tiff, like we ended up going out that night and it kind of was squashed. Yeah. So like, I, I, you know, so I don't know. But anyways, you know, they come back out. The girl's like, I'm a hugger. And the girl was so amazing, she's so too. Sweet. So I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, I have a podcast. And I didn't know this girl yet. Like, so, like, I'm just like, I don't know what to say. So, like, my facial expressions are, like, all over the place. I'm literally messaging Ryan's sister. Like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> like, what do I do? Should I pretend <laughs> to puke? Like, Joe's here. Yada, yada. <laughs> it was really funny. And Chris doesn't really know to do it either. So we're just, like, having, like, formal discussions. And the girl literally goes, uh, Ryan was telling me about your podcast. That's so cool. And then she says what are some of the real names in your podcast? And I didn't know that Ryan just told her about the podcast. I missed her saying that part. All I thought is she's already heard the fucking podcast and she knows. She knows. Joe. I had told her when we were inside, but Rachel and Chris were still outside. Yeah. So I had no idea. And I literally look at Ryan and I'm like, well. And I was laughing because <laughs> I I thought the same thing. Like, And I think that's what she was getting at. If and it was about someone, yeah, him. Like Joe. And and I later did I did tell her that yeah. it was about him. Um I don't I don't know if she listened to it or not, but and then I felt weird because like I really like this girl. It's like she is beautiful. She's way too good for yeah, me. Yeah, she's way too good. But yeah, so I they're having conversations. Chris is just being friendly, and I'm just literally in the middle of it all. I was like, I have to puke. And Ryan's like, what? Like, yeah. Like, who does that? Who in the middle of, just like... announces. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, like, entertain. Like, I felt like I had caused this. And so I'm trying to make everyone have a good time. Yeah. And Joe also is, like, simping. Like, he's like, I love your social media. Like, you're so funny. I'm so glad we ran into her. And I'm like, really? Because that's weird. Because, like, don't... Yeah. And then, oh, my God, the pictures. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell that. Oh, God. So there's a moment in the conversation where... He mentions that he likes her photos that she just said. And I, in my head, was like, I know which ones you really like. And I said that under my breath, but I'm pretty sure everyone heard me. Because then I was like, oh, um, something about, like, gymnastics or, like, in a leotard. And I was like, I made a joke. I was like, yes, I was skinny then, Joe. And I literally said. And he was like, do you have any pictures? And I was I literally said, like, yeah, I used to like when you looked like you were 12, Oh my God. All this shade going on, very passive aggressive. And like, I was very passive aggressive to him, but okay, here was my angle. So later on, 
Or did you, is that? No, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Okay, no, you finished. Am I not done? Yeah, I'm not done. There's a photo that Ryan posted where someone who at our current workplace listens to our. Oh, shit. Say just someone. There was someone that commented on one of um, Ryan's picture posting like her emo, like 13, 14 year old emo self. And there's a comment on it where the person who listened to episode one was basically just like, oh, I wish you could get back. There's no reason that you can't get back there. Hashtag episode one. And Joe literally said that that was a funny comment. And he didn't even hear the podcast. He hasn't listened to the podcast. And it was episode two, by the way. But they put one. That's fine. But it was so funny because then I responded and was like, oh, yeah, let me look like my 12-year-old self again. And, like, Joe commented on that. And he was like, yeah, there was this comment where you said this and it was hilarious. And I'm like, there's no way of everything that goes on on my social media that you saw that. that. Like, how ironic. He has no idea that was about him. (laughs) Like, I, it's just, I can't. I was losing it. So, yeah. So, they take one more drink together and I'm just doing the whole, like, I have to puke spiel. I'm ready to go. And so, we leave. And Ryan comes back with us and then ends up going back to their place, um... Well, not there. So I went. So oh, I oh, had a friend, friend, his friend, one of my best friends, the one that was out there at the dinner when Joe did his thing. Um, he was in uptown for a friend's birthday, and he was like, "I'll be around town about midnight, so come over." And so um, I did. I was like, "Hey, just meet up me out at this bar." And like, he's still friends with Joe. We're all like, I knew he's gonna be in the friend group. So I guess I just kind of that was where you're, yeah you had to try to keep the peace yeah because he's in our friend group and I just know who he is now so I just try to be you know cordial I guess I it's never gonna go anywhere like you know now that I know how he is but so I was like okay I'll go back out with them plus that girl was so fun so I was like yeah. I'll just go and hang out with her and then when our friend gets here we'll hang out for like an hour and then go back to his house whatever and then I'll leave so um yeah this is about to be two toxic stories. I was being kind of passive aggressive, like in a funny way to Joe all night. Like, yeah. like for example, the girl, I was like, so where are you from? And she lives about like an hour, an hour and a half outside of Dallas. And I was like, oh, please don't tell me you drove all the way here for Joe. Like, that's <laughs> funny, you know, because my Even thing, friends do that. Exactly. Though. And like him and I, I thought like we usually banter and stuff, but my mind was kind of like, okay, I like this girl and him and I have hooked up before so I didn't want it to come off as like because usually him and I are kind of flirty and like I just I didn't want her to see that we were flirty or be disrespectful or anything so my maybe it was wrong but kind of my defense also also I was pissed like I still I don't really like him yeah and so it was the culmination of that and me just trying to be respectful if he's with this new girl so I'm just kind of being passive aggressive to make her laugh and she's doing it too so it's weird how I only got blamed but when we go to their house, he, um, we're joking around and the girl, like, we're all, I mean, we've all been drinking all night. She was drunk. We're all drunk. And so, so she has an ice cold water bottle from the fridge and she's like, should I, or I pretended because I was drinking one too. I had the cap on it and I went to like splash it at Joe and I was like, what if I really did that? And he was just like, oh, I would kill you or just like something funny, but I obviously really didn't. She <laughs> takes her water bottle and like squishes it at his face and the whole <laughs> ice cold water goes all over the kitchen and all over him like ALS ice bucket challenge. 
And obviously, I loved that moment. And so I was like, I go, I'm so happy that happened to you. And then our other friend who owns the house was like, yeah, you deserve that. Like, it's just <laughs> like, a joke. Yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of uh, do. You kind of do. And it was just a joke. And, and I'm not even the one that did that. All of a sudden, he gets pissed at me. And he's like, you've had an attitude at me all fucking night. You have been rude to me all night. And I wonder I why. Like, but I, I wonder like, why, Joe, Joe. Who? And then even my our friend stood up for me. He Because he was probably the least drunk because he had just driven. Like, he wasn't drinking that much at to begin with because he had to drive. So he was like, Joe, if she was rude, she didn't have to, number one, even invite you into that bar or say hi to you. And number two, she dropped her friends off and came back out to meet you and called y'all. So, like, how is she being rude? And I was like... I was like, I thought we were bantering. I thought it was all in good fun. And he was like, but it's different. You never do this. So that's why it's weird to me. It's I don't know. Different. You didn't call me fat before. Exactly. And I, I was like, this is the first time we've hung out since our fight. Yeah. And he just is so oblivious to that. And he was mad. It was like he was mad at the water bottle thing. And I was like, Joe, I'm not the one that did that to you. That's the person you came with. Yeah. And like, honestly, she was just being fun. And at, right after she did it, she was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that. That was embarrassing. I'm and drunk. gaslighting her not to do something funny. <laughs> exactly. And, like, she regretted it. I mean, it's just one of those things. We all do that. And I was like, no, girl, it's not embarrassing. Like, trust me. Like, yeah, no. you're fine. Yeah, no, you're good. And I think, you know, he probably was pissed. It's cold water out of nowhere. But yeah. he, like, blamed that all on me. And then he was like, well, she's drunk. And I was like, Joe, literally so am I. What? what? So am I. <laughs> so that was the first toxic thing. And I was just like, I, I was done with him. Actually, I tried to leave. So I, I was like, you know what? It was already like two, like two thirty. So I was like, "No, no, I'm not dealing with this." So I grabbed my purse secretly because I knew my friend who owns the yeah, house was not going to let me leave. You. So I grabbed my purse and I start running outside, and I can hear him go, "Ryan," and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And so someone like stopped him in the way and was like, "Hey, bro, can you get whatever?" Like distracts him. So I run to my car and I peel off because I'm like, "I'm going home." And then of course he calls me, convinces me to just circle back around. So I came back in told everyone I just was smoking a cigarette but Joe was like you know just like I why do you do that like it's so different like you never act like this to me and I'm just like why do you care so much so I go outside and toxic story number two same night yeah same night after I'd already left once the guy who lives with our friend so our friend has done this guy a favor he's in our friend group and um the our let's what do we call Dean. Basically, Dean got a favor from our mutual friend to mm-hmm. stay with him after some hardships. And but he, he is taken advantage of he's, it. Yeah, really taken advantage. And like, I don't want to air out some of the stuff that we know because I don't want to cause problems between them. But just really taking advantage. And there's so one of the things that the guy had told him, because he owns the home. Like, this is his home. It's a very nice house. Like, you know, he, yeah, your friend's home. Yeah, his, yeah, our it's friend's his home. home. Dean is the guy who pays rent and lives there, and for a room. Yeah, for one room, and like he's just really so. The guy has told him, "Do not smoke." Like he, he's like, "I don't smoke weed. This is my home. Please don't smoke weed in the home, but you can smoke it outside, which is still nice because yeah. if the cops come, the owner of the home is responsible." Like. Yep. So he's like compromised and he's been really lenient with this guy, you know, told him just please. The guy just blatantly time after time after time disregards that. And he's caught him so many times smoking in the house, smoking in his room. He's like, I don't get it. I can. He just thinks I can't smell it. Like it's such a dis- sign of disrespect. And so we come in 
And so I've known about that. And we come in and I see Dean coming down the stairs all entitled with a lit blunt in his hands on carpet stairs. Oh, my God. And I'm just, that makes me in that moment furious because the guy who owns the house is one of my best friends. And, like, I don't like seeing people walk all over anyone, but especially not one of my best friends who's done so much for you. Yeah. And so I made a little comment. I was like, oh, I was like, Dean, what is this, a trap house? You're just smoking blunts? And that's all I said. Because I wanted to start the conversation. And then my friend jumped in and was like, yeah, I've told y'all so many times, please don't smoke in the house. Yeah. That's what I wanted it to do was to trigger that situation. And so he puts it out, whatever. And then or they, they he changes the subject and whatever. And then when I go outside after like leaving, he comes out and he's like, Ryan, like, why are you trying to start problems between me and G? Can we call him G? Can we call him? Yeah. And so... I was like, I'm not. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, yeah, you're trying to bring up that I'm smoking in the house. Like, it just starts going Wait, off you're on doing that. it in front of your... Exactly. It's not even like you have a little tiny pipe. You're literally smoking a blunt in front of everyone. Like, why would that not... Yeah, and he's told you so many times before. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to start problems. All I know is that he has told you so many times to stop smoking and this is my friend and so he doesn't even let me finish he starts losing it he's yelling you don't fucking pay rent here like you're a bitch are you his wife are you like no you're nobody just going off getting like violent just like going crazy and i'm just sitting there and like you know the guy is like my friend is like look don't raise your voice at my friend and dean is an ex-military and so he's like asking who am i who am i and i'm like I'm one of his best friends and I have morals and respect for people's homes. And you, as an ex-military person, I'm really disappointed at your lack in both because, hello, he's asked you so many times. To not do it. And that's just one of the things he's asked that you've just disregarded. And I'm like, I don't have to be somebody's wife. I don't have to be paying rent. I could literally be a stranger from the street and all I hear is, hey, this guy has told this guy to stop smoking weed in his house five times and he still does it. And that person would probably be concerned. They'd yeah. be like, dude, what are you doing? So like and trying to gaslight friend, me. So why wouldn't you stand up for your friend? Exactly. In that I'm like, yeah. I don't like to see my friend get walked all over. And so he he goes in. He doesn't even let me explain. Like he's just, I hate people that get irrational and like won't have a healthy conversation about yeah. it. Because, like, I don't know. So he he goes in, slams my friend's door. Like, just no regard for this guy's home. Yeah. And slams the door, starts yelling at the top of his lungs about me to Joe and his girlfriend. And I'm just like, okay, I'm literally leaving this time. Because this is just so toxic. Yeah. So I walk in and, um, you know, my friend was kind of hyping me up. He's like, I'll kick everyone out. Like, and you and I can just hang out. Because that yeah. was kind of our play. Like, me and him were supposed to hang out. Like, the whole time. Yeah. Like, the other people, we don't really care. And so I was like, no, I'm not. Re- it's it's like 3 a.m. at this point. I'm just going to go home. And so I walk in and Joe goes, wow, Ryan, you're just starting drama all over the oh place tonight. God. And I was like, fuck you. You don't even know what happened. And so Dean is yelling at me from the balcony. And I was like trying to say something. And he was like, shut up, bitch. You've already got the chance to say your piece. And I was like, first of all, no, I didn't. <laughs> you literally talked over yeah, me. Yeah, you so. literally yelled over me. And you're just mad that, you know, you got called out on what you're doing. Yeah. Like, it's just so ridiculous. And then he, like, I wanted to message him and just get to... I never got to speak my piece to him. I never got... Like, I'm a concerned friend that's one of my best friends. And I don't like it. I'm going to stand up when I when you're disrespecting him. Yeah. I would want someone to stand up... For me. For yeah. me, if someone was blatantly walking all over me. 
And it doesn't, like, he's trying to, like, I don't know, like, gaslight or make it. He's, like, trying to, like, discredit me by saying, you're not his wife. You don't pay. She, he kept saying. Like, your opinion you don't pay a lick of rent. You see, yeah. And I'm, like, it doesn't matter who pays rent. Like. I see you doing something shitty exactly. to my friend. I'm going to say something. Yeah. And, like, so, do you, and I wanted to be in my head, be like, be honest. Do you even pay rent? Because I know about your late <laughs> payments. And the fact that your parents pay your bills. So, like, don't e- don't even try to act like a macho man because you work in a warehouse and you ain't shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're not. And you are so entitled and literally walk all over every single person in your life. His his yeah. own parents have said that. And I can believe that. And you've read, we've we've read texts and stuff, so there's no way. This is not made up. Yeah. Like, Dean, you're I think there shit. was a moment when we were out with him and I literally looked at Ryan because I'm not. I don't have a PhD, but <laughs> everyone tunes he, off. They're like, oh, fucking you know false how, advertising. You know how like sociopaths like know how to get like a reaction out of you mm-hmm. and they'll listen very deeply to something they that you mirror say. you. Yeah. To be able to get you engaged into a conversation, which mm-hmm. sometimes is very, very normal. But for me, who I know, I barely have communications with this person. I've only met him like three times. Um, and <laughs> I'm just, oh, God, I'm such a bitch. I literally have, like, resting bitch face everywhere I go. So there's, like, no point to have a conversation with me unless I'm having a conversation with you. And mm. that's just how I am. Yeah. And he was at the bar and he said something to, uh, listening from something I said that I wasn't even talking to him about to be able to wrap me into the conversation. I'm like, this guy's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Like, he's a fucking sociopath. He does not care. And, like, there's so many times where he'll be out and, like, our friend would say something like, oh, like... Something about the house. And he's like, we own this bitch. Don't worry. No, we own this. And I'm like, no, you don't own shit. Yeah. You don't. You are literally a charity case. Yeah. At this point. Like, you do not own this. You do not face the response. You don't carry any of the responsibilities of owning a home and taking mm-hmm. care of that home. You don't, like, get to reap the benefits. And he tells girls when he goes out that, like, that's his house. Ew. And like, yeah, it's so Look. funny. Then why aren't you in the master? If that's your house, why aren't you in yeah. the master suite? Then? There's reason, like, I don't like this guy in general just Same. because of some of the things he does. But also, I got to meet his dogs for the first time. And there's certain things. I'm not going to say exactly what happened that made me go, oh, fuck. But there's certain things that dogs do if you do a certain hand motion or something. I can tell you fucking hit your dog. And the way he talks to them, like, so whenever after he was yelling at me, his dogs were in the living room. And he just was so pissed. Also, his girlfriend, who doesn't live there, but basically is living there and not paying rent and not helping out with utilities and using the water bill and the electricity. So they're just literally mooching off. And she's like in a coma. Like she's so blacked out. Yeah. And she in the morning told our friend that she doesn't even remember us being there. So he literally doesn't care. His girlfriend's literally might need medical attention. And all he's worried about is me calling it a trap house. Yeah. And he's like... He was trying to threaten me with his guns. He's like, you know how many guns I have up there? Ew. At this point, if you're going to shoot me, just do it. If you want to <laughs> spend the rest of your life in prison, I'll do it. At then. least you won't be fucking with our friend. Anymore. Exactly. I mean, shit. At least you don't have to have your parents pay rent in jail. Yeah. So. Just those people in general, they're just. Ugh, that's that's why just like, I could tell off the bat he was like that. And that's why I don't like. I can just tell because I've, I've been in so many situations with those type of people. So like. Ugh. I hate that. And I hate that. For I've our never liked him. He's always been annoying. And he's just, yeah. My dad's I, making I just... dinner for us. So that's what you hear in the background. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that guy. I, I was just, I was so shocked at the way he was yelling. Like, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I don't like when people do that, um, obviously. Yeah. But after that, yeah, I left. And then Joe's little comment, like, dude, Just to add to it. Yeah, it's like, we know because the way that how excited he... Okay, tell me if I'm wrong. This is my th- kind of theory or whatever. And he's kind of said it before, but like... The, his in, Joe's energy when we're out, like, and the the way he talks about me and talks to me, it's like, dude, you're just mad. Like, you totally want me, but you just want me to lose weight. Like, right? Like, is yeah. that how, like he's, he, in front of the girl he's with, like, he's just like. I, I think those people literally just don't care about anyone else but their own fucking view of themselves. He's told me before, and I've said this in the last episode before, like you'd be the perfect woman and you have the most beautiful face, but if you were just thinner. I think he just literally, I don't think that he can literally care about a thing. No, because, and then like he was with this one girl and not the girl that he was with that one night, but there's this other girl that he sees and he's like, she's, she has a good body, but she's just boring and we can't talk. Like, dude, it's like, I don't, yeah. it's so annoying. He's just shit. He is. Dean's so, shit. Dean, oh my God, is where, yeah, and he deleted me on Facebook and deleted me off everything. Good, you don't need him. But the thing, the thing too that like it started out because he keeps trying to put me in drama. Like, I don't know, I don't know if he feels threatened by me, but he always wants me to not, like he creates problems. Like there was a time where he said he's convinced that I was at this bar with our friend and I was ignoring his calls and doing all this when I wasn't even there. It was proof. I had a literal alibi. Rachel and I were at girls yeah. night in a different bar. We're and he's like, near I saw you and Ryan walk out though. And she was on the phone. And even our friend was like, that was not Ryan. <laughs> and I even told him again that night, like before he started yelling, I was like, why do you, like, you keep trying to put me in situations that I'm not even in like that night at the bar. And he's like, yes, that was you. I saw you. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Crazy. This isn't a murder case. I would tell you if I was at fucking the sushi restaurant. Like, I don't this have anything to hide. This is a fucking board game of Clue, okay? Yeah, I I'm not there with the candlestick. O.J. Simpson, the glove doesn't fit, babe. Like, I don't get it. And so, and then he's done it before. He's like, Ryan was whispering. I heard her say my name. And our friend okay, was but like. I was whispering that one time. And he probably is right that I was probably talking shit about But her. our friend was like, no, they were asking, like, why do y'all want to go out or whatever? Like, they're not even saying bad. And he's like, no, she was. Dude. No, I was. If you have a problem Dean, with me, say that. I was. I was shitting on you. I was. <laughs> not, Ryan didn't even say shit. It was literally me. And if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at me. And we were trying to have game night a couple weeks ago. And remember, he didn't want to because of Dean. And I was the one that was like, no, he can come with us. It's not going to be awkward. Come and on. And now we know. And now we know. Yeah. Yep. But I've never had a, like, really issue. I was like, and even saying he could well, come with us. He feels entitled to a G's place now. And so now it's whatever. That is such bullshit. And, like, I just want you to know, Dean, that if you haven't been kicked out yet, I, um, hope you are. I will continue if I ever see you. To call you out on using my friend. Yep. Like. Fuck you. Ah, that's just something. Like, you're not going to bully me into, like, not sticking up for my friend. We're freaking. I, I think he's. I, you're in your 30s. You shouldn't be smoking marijuana in your home anyway. Like, hello. you. What? So are you going to repaint the walls when they're all gunked up with resin? Are you going to. Are you the one replacing the air filters? Nope. Are you the one that is going to have to explain to the realtor when you're going to resell it why it smells like a trap house? Are you the one that's going to have to do... And the, the damage that his dogs have done in the house, he's not going to pay for that. Nope. The baseboards are fucked. It's a nice home. Yep. And he's just shit all over it and literally wants to come at me for calling him out because I don't pay a lick of rent. Well, babe, I could literally buy that home and I almost did. So, stop. And, you know, 
fuck off. Honestly, fuck off. And like, don't like you give our servicemen a bad name. Honestly, that's just gross. Your military card is revoked. <laughs> it's time for me and Ryan to go eat dinner because my lovely dad is making us food. John King. John King tier. John um, King Productions. But catch us next week. Um, I don't know I what we're going to talk gonna about. Say, catch us outside. Ca- <laughs> catch me outside. Uh, how about that? How about that? I guess next week we'll talk about more spooky things and maybe if Dean's got kicked out or... Update on the Dean Bean. Wait, I want to say something. Guys, girls, gays, theys, non-toxic men, we are officially on Apple Podcasts. Yes. So... This means, I guess I'm assigning you homework. If you didn't want it, you shouldn't have came to class. Um, <laughs> go, please, go and rate our podcast, write a review, make it funny, because, like, we'll read it and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, the reaction you want. So it helps us out, helps us get on the charts, get noticed. Like, we really want, like we said, build a big community. So since you can't rate us on, like, podcasts, I mean, on cool, Spotify. on Spotify or the RSS, please rate and review on Apple and you can follow us on Apple, too, now. You can do whatever you want on your own privacy um, <laughs> with our podcast. But review it. But review it and rate it. And follow our socials and email us and stuff like that. Yeah. We still haven't gotten a story, so I know it's really nervous to just put yourself out there. But I know you guys have good stories. Make a I fake will account. Keep you anonymous. If yeah. Kiki Kiki Love Fifty Six can make a fake account and harass me on Instagram, you can make a fake email yeah. and tell me a story. Yeah, like, come on. Honestly, like, what is the deal? But, anyways, in your free time, follow us on Twitter at We Smoke Menthols, and follow us on Instagram at Hot Ryan and Rachel. Review us on Apple Podcasts. I swear to God, if you know, I'm coming for you. And there's a map. We know who's listening, so I better see reviews. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> call me back. Bye. And <laughs> what's our website, Rachel? It's www.hotryanandrachel.com. You won't last more than four seconds. <laughs> we keep going lower at the time. <laughs> First, it is a minute. Five seconds, now four. <laughs> you won't eat. You're already done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so rate us, review us, tune in next time. Don't forget about us. Call us back. Bye. 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 Literally, we've lost every subscriber that we have. <laughs> oh, bye. bye. bye.